We are back on golf today. J.R. Smith was drafted in the first round in 2004 by the New Orleans Hornets. He spent his 17-year NBA career over the course of his career. He won two championships, his first in 2016 with the Cleveland Cavaliers, and then in 2020 with the Los Angeles Lakers. My Los Angeles Lakers, I might add, following his retirement from the NBA, announced that he would be going back to finish his education at North Carolina A&T University, now a member of the golf team. And where do we find him today? Of course, at the PGA Show in Orlando. JR, it's great to see it. You know, you can do a lot of damage there in that Orange County Convention Center. What are you hoping to see down there in Florida today? Man, you can do a lot of damage down here. Um, for me, everything. I'm, I mean, I'm a, I'm a club junkie, so obviously going, going to the clubs, trying to figure out what putter works, what, what driver works, uh, bags, apparel. I mean, I'm an Oakley ambassador, so I gotta, I'm fortunate to be, you know, to be able to go to their tent, go see Eastside Golf, to see those guys, um, see where they started to where, they, uh, where they are now, and just so many different ways to uh, change the game. And also, I'm a spokesman for my team, uh, so I'm trying to see what equipment I can bring back to the school and figure out ways to get guys better. I want to talk about the team. As I said, you spent 16 years in the NBA. You experienced a lot of high-pressure situations there. How were you able to take what you learned during that career and translate that to golf? Um, I mean, just the discipline of, of doing the same thing over and over and over again every day and not getting tired with it and continuously figuring out ways to challenge yourself uh, on a golf course. And, it, I mean, for me it's hard because it, it started off hard because it's such an isolation sport. There's not really um, it's not really a lot of people were going to the gym or going to the course. And you see, you know, sometimes you're out there by yourself five, six hours and nobody to pass the ball to, nobody to rebound with you, none of them play one-on-one -on -one and have these little type of games. Um, so that part of it was, was really challenging. And once I was able to channel that and, and change that aspect into, like, literally trying to get better at one thing every single day, and uh, it really changed my game. JR, sometimes athletes feel a bit lost when they retire from their chosen endeavor, be it the NBA or the NFL or Major League Baseball. How difficult was it to say goodbye, and was that part of the reason why golf appealed to you so much? Yeah, I mean, it's probably the hardest thing in, in the world because it's, like, literally my first love. It was the first thing I really uh, found that I found peace, solace, and so many solitudes, so many different words in, you know, the game of uh, basketball. So once it was time to say goodbye, it was really hard to find what I was going to do next. Um, I mean, I've always been pretty good at other sports, but I never really envisioned I would love a game as much or if not more than basketball. And you were drafted straight out of high school into the NBA. We had a player last week in Nick Dunlap who essentially played his way onto the PGA Tour from college. What are the challenges of going from a very high-level competition at the amateur level to the professional game? Man, I mean, I, for, for me, it was, it, it, it was almost like being not being able to fail, but also just not knowing any better. I mean, you just you, you, you go out there and just play the game is the way you know how. And I'm, I'm pretty sure for him, he was just hitting shots that he would normally hit. And it just so happened that he was making putts. And uh, it's you don't you, you almost have this blind confidence because you've never been there before so it's, it's, you almost expect the work that you put into it to just come out and show at the right times and for him it did I mean congratulations to him it was 
remarkable to see somebody like that uh, at that level. It gives me so much confidence just going out there and, and playing against, you know, my peers in, at the golf level. I mean, so many of these younger guys been bred into this game and have the tools to do it over and over and over again and shoot those scores. And I just sit there sometimes and I get defeated because it's like I know how much time they put into it. I know how much energy and effort they put into it. And I'm not, I haven't even scratched the surface to be able to feel confident going into that. So for him as an amateur to be playing with pros like that and to be able to win a PGA tournament, it's, it's, it's remarkable. JR, I know a lot of folks our age would love to go back to college if they could. What's been your favorite part and aspect of college life? Um, I would have to say just being around the, the youth. Uh, I feel like it really does keep you young and keeps you on your toes and, and they hold you accountable. You know, it's not something you could just tell them, oh, I was this and I did that. And they're like, no, all that doesn't matter. You're here now. You got to show and prove every single day. And for me, I, it, it was a respect that I've never had or I, I'm not going to say never had, but haven't experienced in a very long time. So for me, it's just that little knack of, of knowing I have to bring it every single day with these with my with my young peers is uh, something I don't hold lightly, you know, and that not, it's not, that's not necessarily just towards golf. Uh, it's towards education, it's towards everyday life, it's towards meetings, calls, so many different things. And, and it, the fact that the youth can remind you that you're still, you know, one of us is uh, something I, I continuously helps me stay grounded. And JR, you're at the PGA show representing Oakley Golf, and I'm curious, what else do you want to see today? There's a lot of room to cover. Honestly, man, there's so many things. It's, it's, I want to see the simulators. I want to see the golf carts. I'm a big golf cart guy. Um, I got a club back home in Jersey. Unfortunately, they won't let me have my own cart, but I'm looking for another club down here in Florida that do, does allow carts. So I'm looking for something that goes really fast. Uh, I'm looking for a putter. I need something that works. I'm, I don't care. I'm tired of buying a seven, dollars $8,000 putter that I can't make anything with. I'm done with that. Uh, I'm tired of the six, seven hundred dollar driver that I can't make anything with. If somebody has something here that's going to work for my game, I'm going to use it. Doing a golf cart reveal on Friday, by the way, JR, if you want to come back and give one a spin. By the way, before we let you go, Brando Chamblee's having trouble embracing the fashion of a hoodie. Can you talk about some of the great benefits of wearing a hoodie on the golf course? Oh, it's, it's, it's the best look, I think. Um, I've just seen. I just seen Oakley came out with a hoodie. That was that was one of the most exciting things I had. I'd be wearing it in the cold, especially for me. We play in North Carolina and we play on the East Coast. When it gets cold, you definitely need a hoodie, beanie, way more protective. And then also, when the sun's out, and you don't want to wear a hat. It definitely covers it up. So, uh, just the swag alone it brings it out. <laughs> I'm gonna share that to Brandle when I see him. Jr. Enjoy the PGA show and wish you a lot of birdies in 2024. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. You as well. Hope you guys get some birdies and eagles. You know, do y'all thing. No doubt. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.
We're back on golf today. Jeff McNeil, a.k.a. the Flying Squirrel, began his career with the Mets in 2018, MLB All-Star in 19 and 22, and won the NL batting title Silver Slugger Award in 2022, played 156 games for the Mets in 2023, posting a batting average of 270 and loves himself some golf, Rex. He sure does. McNeil was also an avid golfer and was a standout junior player. He competed in the celebrity division of last week's Hilton Grand Vacations Tournament of Champions. McNeil dazzled in his debut performance, reaching 138 total points after netting 35 on the final day in the modified Staplehood format. We welcome Jeff in now. You've been in a lot of pressure-packed, tense situations in professional baseball. How does last week compare to what you normally experience? Uh, yeah, it was pretty intense. Um, I remember, you know, telling the LPGA girls who, who I got to play with, like, I don't know how you guys do this every single week. Uh, I just remember being on the first tee, uh, super nervous. Um, it, it is tough. Uh, you know, it takes a lot out of you. Um, I would compare it to, you know, uh, a playoff game. Um, it, it's tough. You know, it's something – it's an atmosphere I've never been in before. So, uh, you know, took some took some learning and, um, you know, but was able to get through it. And you grew up playing golf, obviously, and baseball as well. I'm curious, what was your golf journey? How far could you have taken it had you chosen golf over baseball? Uh, yeah, golf was actually plan A for me. Um, wanted to play uh, college golf. Was um, lucky enough to play in the uh, 2009 um, U.S. Junior Amateur Um I remember I was going into my senior year there, so um, was talking to some to some schools and some coaches, and uh, was trying to do anything I could to you know make a golf team, you know get an opportunity, and uh, you know there weren't too many weren't too many doors open. I didn't play very well while I was out there, so uh, right when I got home, I switched my focus to to baseball. My brother is a, a big baseball player, so um, ended up playing on his uh, uh, travel ball team and played really well and. Uh, Coach asked me, "Hey, you want to play some college baseball? Um, I know I know a guy who um, may be interested." And um, said, "Absolutely, I'll take uh, you know anything right now." And um, he came out to watch me. Played well and um, had a college scholarship, so uh, you know took advantage of that. I also read about that 2009 U.S. Junior. I think you had the opportunity to meet Jordan Spieth there. What was that interaction like? Uh, I so the first time I met Jordan, I think I was on the driving range uh, in, in at. Uh, in 2009 at the, at the junior am and I just remember watching him hit balls and I go like that's way better than me so uh, <laughs> it was kind of like man I don't, I don't know if I got that but uh, I got to play with uh, Patrick Rogers in the tournament so um, that was pretty cool uh, you know seeing the success you know he's having on, on PGA Tour is awesome so I know uh, you know looking back on on some of the names it's, it's pretty cool to see who I got to compete against. To what do you owe your athletic prowess then were you a kid exposed to many different sports were you skateboarding were you playing football like, like I mean you're obviously a very talented athlete uh yeah no I played just about every single sport growing up uh you know baseball basketball soccer golf those were my you know main sports never never played football um but you know I I kind of owe it just to you know playing all those sports when I was younger um, and, and just trying to stay athletic as possible. You know, I think it is, you know, kind of important for, for kids to, you know, play multiple sports and, and not get, not get burnt out, you know, doing one thing, you know, year round. I think that's real tough and, um, you know, kind of keeps everything fresh when you're, you know, playing multiple sports throughout the year. Now you have spring training coming up. You have to get back to your day job, but I've always been curious. Can you play golf during spring training? Is there time? Is there any kind of window that allows you to get out and play a couple holes? Absolutely. Um, 
you know, love, love getting out with the, with the boys during spring training. Um, you know, especially early in spring when we're not playing a lot of games, you know, we're done by, uh, about 12 o'clock. So a lot of us are, um, you know, out on the tee by about one and, uh, playing 18, you know, a lot of days. So, you know, even when, once games start, uh, you know, if we're not in the game, we get to, uh, stay a few innings and then, uh, go out to go out to the course. So, uh, don't play a lot during spring training. I play, uh, you know, maybe a few times a week. Um, but, yeah, definitely get out there. Jeff, my wife's a Mets fan. How are you looking for 24? Uh, I like the team. Um, you know, we're, we're going to surprise some people. Uh, you know, we got a bunch of guys, a um, bunch of new guys coming in, you know, excited to see uh, what they're going to bring. And, um, you know, I think, I think it's going to be a good year for us. All right, Flying Squirrel, we appreciate the time. Congratulations. Enjoy that celebrity circuit. It's a lot of fun. We'll speak to you soon. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.